This is the MyMac Podcasting Network. All right, guys, time for the geekiest show ever. Oh, yeah. I am uh, Justin. Along with me, as always, my brother. I'm Travis. That's right. And, Trav, we are joined by a special guest. Oh, yeah. Uh, listeners might uh, have heard of him before. Maybe. Um, half of them have, half of them haven't, probably. Maybe. You never know. Yeah. But let's see. We got Tim Robertson with us. Tim, what's up? Do you say when you say special? Do you mean like I'm special? Or do you mean like- <laughs> well, we wouldn't tell that to your face, but but yes, we were totally hitting our chests with uh, our That's arms. Right. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm here. Awesome. Uh, coming from uh, Chicago, man. Emma sucks to be a Bears fan. I'm, not, a I'm a fan. Detroit Lions fan. You think it's bad to be a Ouch. Bears fan? I'm a yeah, Detroit Lions worse. fan, man. So. <laughs> Wow. Oh, well. What are you going to do? Uh, you got to not watch football, I guess. <laughs> Sorry. You, know, you got to stick with your team. You know what I mean? Oh, you, know, yeah. you get these people who jump on uh, the winning team. Yeah, screw that. I'm, you know, screw that. I'm a Lions fan. I don't care if they're good or bad. And, well, <laughs> I don't know what they would be like good. It's never happened in my lifetime. <laughs> and I'm 42. So. <laughs> but still, it's, you know, it's my team. I got to stick with them. Yeah, I guess that's understandable. We were we stuck uh, by the Cowboys during the Quincy Carter years, and that was that was the dark ages here in Dallas. So uh, definitely know what it's like to have a team that's. Uh, I guess we got to still root for them, even though we don't want to. <laughs> Travis is the sports guy. I just I like to dip my toe barely in the sports until someone actually mentions like, do what? It's it's called loyalty. Loyalty, yeah, you know, the, yeah. The fair weather fans. It's it's not just sports either. It's it's pretty much anything. You, you'd stick with who you are and what you are, and don't just go after the winner because they're a winner. You know what I mean? That's what that's what bugged me about the New Orleans Saints winning. It's just everyone became a Saints fan after that. Is anyone you well, talk yeah. to? But we're Trav. You and I are. Well, maybe we didn't mention. We're in Dallas. We yeah. live in Dallas. We we are. I much, won't hold that against you. <laughs> well, you know you shouldn't. Because Dallas you know, is pretty I, cool, I, I, except I it's say, it's it's very hot here lately. I, I remember the Cowboys from the early '90s, and the oh joke yeah, going around Detroit was what do you call a circle of drug dealers and drug users in Dallas? Super Bowl winning team, <laughs> a huddle, <laughs> the huddle of a Super Bowl winning team, back to back, three out of four, back to back. Yep, <laughs> had, had some good guys on those teams, but. Yeah. This is Geeky Astro, yeah. and we're probably losing everybody right now. They're like, ugh, what are they talking about? Yeah, we, uh, me and Travis were talking, and we decided to, um, you know, there's there's a, a more common word that you think of when someone says the S word. However, on this show, the S word, the, the word that must not be named, we will say it once and only once. It's sports. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Except whenever we, you know. We have to keep Travis happy and mention a couple things about whatever. That's all I asked for. <laughs> but it was, you know, uh, on some of the older geekiest show ever's, um, we talked about like the, our childhood toys. Mm-hmm. For me, that was you know the seventies and the eighties. And one of my favorite childhood toys—I don't know where I got them from. I got, 
I had all these little plastic football helmets. Okay. And uh, man, they, were they, they the were ones where like bit, you they they came with like the plastic uh, face, mask face mask that you yes. you attach on each side of the helmet? I had a whole set <laughs> of those. I used I man, they were awesome. I I had a little playoff season things going, and oh, I love those helmets. <laughs> they I just were cool. Out how to play with them? They didn't fit on a. They were way too big for like a Star Wars figure. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I love those. <laughs> Maybe you could play space balls with them. One of them could have been <laughs> dark or dark helmet. Yeah, you see, that's how you can tie things together. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyways, Trav, uh, let's just give a little background about kind of who we are and what we do. Okay. Um, this uh, this is our our third show, um, and me and Travis actually do two other shows. You might have heard me recently on the Tech Fan. That's not the other show I do. Uh, but you, you know, listeners to this show might have heard me on Tech Fan. But Trav, uh, you and I do Drunken Halo, mm-hmm. which is a podcast about Halo. That's correct. And it's not just Halo Reach; it's everything and anything in the Halo world. Yes, like correct. We, we talk about uh, the game. We talk about Halo One. We'll talk about the upcoming games in Halo Four and Halo CE. And uh, I'm still trying to talk Travis into reading some of the. Uh, halo novels he's trying hard because <laughs> i love him i you're you're uh, you're holding the show back Trav, Yeah, i know i am by not reading these well, that's things. okay um but anyways uh and trav we also do uh, our third show or our other sh- what show trav you've got the numbers here our second show. okay thank you i can't count it's all right um it's a uh, drunken jack mm-hmm. j-a-t Yes, for Justin and Travis. That's, that's right. Yeah. You want to tell them what that's about? Uh, that's pretty much, we uh, we start the show and we really don't have a big topic to talk about. We just, we talk about whatever we want to talk about, really. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. There's no, uh, not a whole lot of formality in it, I guess I should say. It's just, hey, you know what really bugged me today was whenever this lady did this whenever I was driving. And then that's like, <laughs> something, something like that. She know. pulled a gun on me. <laughs> yeah. That made or, me mad. Yes. Yeah. Scary. Yeah, so uh, we, uh, if you kind of can't tell, we're we're uh, a bit informal, but uh, you know what? When are geeks ever formal? Yes. However, it was never really formal. I mean, the, the premise of the show originally, when we started in 2009, um, you know, it's, this show started as an outlet for the MyMac podcasting crew. To talk about something else. I mean, look, we 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 love Apple products um, and and the whole universe that goes with that. But you know, I've been podcasting about Apple since two thousand and four, and after a while, you're like, ah, I got to talk about something else. This is driving me crazy. Yeah. So we started uh, Geekiest Show Ever as another show because, quite honestly, the best conversations we were having is the stuff that we weren't recording. You know, we're talking about the latest movies or this, that, or the other, whatever it was, very geeky stuff. And that was more entertaining for me than the actual MyMac podcast that we were recording. So we thought, well, let's just start a second show where we can talk about whatever. And uh, the name Geekiest Show Ever came up because it's just, you know, whatever geeky topic we wanted to talk about. And that's pretty much the origin. There was no there was no set format. We have to take a, you know, we have to have three segments. We have to have two breaks. And no, it was just, hey, let's record a show and... If it if it comes out good, great. And if it doesn't, fine. And if no one even listens to it, that's fine with us. We were having fun doing it. That's all we really cared about. Yeah. And uh, you know, I always figured it doesn't matter if people listen. Um, 
I mean, we all want people to listen to a show, but I've, I've never done any podcasting going back to the very beginning with a thought that a lot of people are going to be listening to this. I didn't really care. I enjoy doing it. So you guys are probably the same way that it's nice when you get a big audience, but it really doesn't change who you are. Oh you yeah. Know, I, I feel compelled to, to record podcasts. I really do. Um, the audience is great. Don't get me wrong, but it's, that's not the primary motivation to try to become, I don't know, popular or famous or anything like that. You're in the wrong gig if that's the reason. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The podcasting itself is what I enjoy. That's it's. I dig it. I'm in it for the women and the money. <laughs> yeah, but see, <laughs> I already had that. Oh. Uh, like, no, I, <laughs> um, I have the women part, at least. You know, oh, well, that's if you, good. If you count a wife and a bunch of kids. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the wife. Maybe the uh, wife, yeah. yeah. Um, well, uh, that sounds perfect because that sounds exactly like uh, me and Travis, while we're doing any show, you know, just kind of being informal about it, like we said, uh, and also us well, you're not, not doing a show. On, <laughs> well, you've been on Geekiest Show ever. Oh, yeah. Before. Episode 13. Like, yeah. So this is a return engagement just taking over now. Yeah. Making it permanent. For Justin, at least. <laughs> yeah, I'm still looking for someone to fill Travis's shoes. <laughs> no. We'll, we'll stick with we'll, we'll try him out. Yeah, we'll try him out for a while. That's fine. That's all I ask. Tim, just, a good trial run. Yeah. Send all his money and his women to me. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> because I assume as soon as you do any any podcast on a network, that's, that's what network means. Money and that's women. That's what network Means, or that means Tim spends a lot of money on bandwidth bills. <laughs> That's what that means. And and you're going broke because you keep giving out all your money and all your women. Yeah. Well, we you know my Mac actually produces uh, five different shows. I know. That's cr- and- yeah. That's that's uh, it's insane. I can't believe that uh, that um, I am doing a me and Travis. I, I would say actually uh, are doing a, a show alongside. Um, you know the likes of my Mac and Tech Fan, and you know uh, every other show on the network that I'm. Well, you know we're all just we're all just guys. Um, oh, totally. But I, it's, although I would definitely like to get a, a few female podcasters, that would be great. But it's it, it's just a bunch of guys. I mean, nobody's doing it um, professionally. Well, I guess I kind of am. I've been paid to podcast, so I guess <laughs> that makes me a professional. But for the most part, we're, you know, I don't want to say it's for chits and giggles it's it's more serious than that but it's we take the podcasting serious we just don't take ourselves seriously yeah mm. you know and because i think once you do then you become leal apart and you're kind of a tool yeah and uh <laughs> you know you you say one thing on one show and you say just the opposite on the other and it all depends on who is demographic listening to it he'll slam the mac when he's doing a windows podcast and he'll slam windows on the mac podcast it's like really dude I mean, you know, pick yeah. a side and, and stick to that side, but don't pander to me. Yeah. And, well, and that's I, really what it's about. Well, um, Tim, we have a secret weapon. That secret weapon is Travis. Let me let me demonstrate the secret weapon. Okay. Travis, do you know who Leo Laporte is? No. Be honest. I'd be lying if I said I did. See, there you go. That's how you know that, that it's not going to get too technical here on this show. <laughs> Because I I can't talk about any you know anything too computer related with Travis. 
That's just not well, the type of guy he is, which means we're, you know, we're going to keep this, uh, this show as accessible as possible. Yeah, I mean, there's so many cool topics worth talking about. And I know you guys do uh, Drunken Halo, and there was kind of some uh, video game news that came up in Ars Technico today. I don't know if you guys saw that. Um, <clears throat> you guys know that Duke Nukem just came out. I, I didn't and, know when it was going to be released because I, I quit yeah. believing them every time uh, they they were giving us a, a date because they kept pushing it back and back. Was it and like back. 14 years? It was literally, yeah, 15? it was something cr- like insane. It's, like it was that. retarded. Like it, and, it seemed uh, like they were almost doing it out of tradition at, at that point. You well, know. the company <laughs> that is kind of in charge of it now isn't the company that did all that. Oh, really? Um, 2K, yeah, 2K came in and, and pretty much... Uh, bought them, bought all the assets, and finally released this game that had been forever. I mean, it was just out there forever. I'm trying to find this quick quote because it was really funny, and I'm not... Well, let me just do a Duke. Uh, one. No. One. Yeah, here we go. No. Two. <laughs> ah, here it is. Um, I found this on Daring Fireball, and it says... Neil Davey reviews Duke Nukem Forever, and this is at the, the end of his review. If this was 15 years in the making, it makes you wonder what they did for the other 14 years and 10 months. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it's like, wow, really? So the story up on... Uh, is uh, is Gruber um, quoting that, or is he saying... Is yeah, he he, saying no, that? he's quoting it. Okay. Uh, and it was says, that, and now that's how you end a review. And I absolutely agree. Uh, the story up on Ars Technica says Duke Nukem's PR threatens to punish sites that run negative reviews. And uh, I thought that was kind of interesting. Now, um, how can they – let me ask you real quick because you've had some experience, I'm assuming, in in, oh, inter- yes. in the Internet's business. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? How, how can they, like, keep track of, of every review? Is it only, like – or if you if you know if there's a way uh, or if this is what they're doing is it only like official reviews where like they ship uh, like I don't know IG, IGN or whoever a, uh, a review copy of the game then they they look at that or do they have people like you know scouring you know both really it's both hmm. yeah um, because if if me and Travis did uh, wrote a review on uh, you know either geekiestshowever.com or jtpodcasts.com and we have absolutely no interaction with 2k or you know any you know anybody on that side of things the only people we have any dealings with is the uh the high school dropout at gamestop um and we say hey duke nukem sucks and then they find that like they like uh they will try to pursue legal Recourse no, 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 not at all. This is about blacklisting. So let's say you're doing reviews professionally for whoever, and your review comes out and it's really negative, and you have some really snarky things to say about it, kind of like that quote I just read. Mm-hmm. Um, this the, basically what this PR agency will do is not give you 2K games in the future. Um, that's how got they so can many great you. titles now, coming out. <laughs> tell me about it, but it can be a real problem because it may not be just 2K that they're representing here. What if it was EA? Well, well, they're smart enough not to do early, that. 
Well, maybe not. Um, it, this happens a lot more than you may think. What happens is, and I'll give you a prime example. Okay. I reviewed, I reviewed a uh, digital camera a number of years ago, and it was a piece of crap. It really was. And I pretty much said that in my review. Now, the thing is, anybody who writes for MyMac.com and before that MyMac magazine going all the way back to 95, I've always told them, A, you do not submit your reviews to PR or uh, the or the company who makes it before it goes live, uh, unless you want to get their opinion or their technical expertise on something. If you've got something wrong, you want to run it by them to make sure what you're saying is factually correct. But they have absolutely nothing to do with editorializing in your review. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you write a negative review, I'm going to stand up behind you as long as you're being 100% honest. And let's be honest, most reviews are based on opinion. As long as you're being honest... Uh, I will actually protect you. Don't worry about what the company may say, what the company may do to retaliate. You don't worry about that. Yeah, uh, I'll take all of that. That's that's my job as the publisher. I'm a brick wall between you and these PR companies and the marketing guys and all that. So what happens is I write this review. It's not good. Um, immediately the company says, uh, you know, send the camera back. And oh, by the way, we're not going to be sending you any more products for review. <laughs> I said, okay, screw you, and fine. Um, and I thought that was pretty much the end of it. And it would have been, except someone at this company, uh, screw it, I'll say it, it was HP. Uh, one of the engineers that actually worked on this camera read my review and contacted me, and he says, you're absolutely right. We cut corners. Um, wow. This camera did not go through the thorough blah, 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 blah that we usually do for all of our stuff. Um, it was rushed out to meet a threat that we saw coming from a Kodak digital camera at this price point with these features. So it really was released months and months before it should have been. Hmm. Um, wow. That's, gonna, is that unheard yeah. of to have that happen? No, it, I, no, it's happened quite a bit. Uh, I've had people from Adobe contact me, people who actually wrote code in Illustrator and stuff like that. It's amazing. People think that they're writing in a vacuum and that the companies that they're writing the products about, be it video games, software, a book review, I don't care whatever it is. Remember, there's people behind those products that created it. Mm-hmm. And they want to know what people think. Um, when you guys get feedback on your show, if the feedback is, hey, great job, love the show, you're happy to hear that. But it, the next one could be, wow, you guys are just terrible. <laughs> your I don't know your you intro music's too loud. <laughs> Is too loud and it goes on and you don't know how to duck them. You know, all this other stuff, um, it sticks with you. That's what you really remember. You don't remember the, the 10 feedback emails that you got saying great job. You remember the one negative one. It's the same thing with these people at these big companies. They work on these products. It's not just this huge faceless company that's working on these products. It's people. And in this case, it was this engineer. Now, it hurt his feelings when he read this review, but he knew I was factually correct, and he agreed with me. And the next product they came out to replace that camera in the same family was a fantastic product. And he made sure that I got a copy of it oh, that's because cool. he wanted me to see that they listened to what I said, they took it into account, and they made changes based on the feedback, not just from me, but from other people as well, that they got. And they made a better product. That's what a review is supposed to be. It's it, it's twofold. People yeah, who are I can't. About I can't imagine product or a game. Want to know is it worth it? And the people who make it, did they do a good job? That's what the reviews are for. 
Now, I can't imagine you were the only person to give this camera a bad review if even the people who worked on it knew that it was essentially unfinished or, you know, at best, unpolished. I I saw quite a few reviews that were pretty favorable. Are you serious? Mm Mm-hmm. And that kind of opened my eyes to the fact that if you can't get products to review, you're not going to go and buy all these products to review. You'd go broke. I mean, that you just can't do it. So if the companies aren't going to send you That's where I've been going around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if the companies don't send you something, you're probably not going to review it. And yeah. they don't want to send you something if you're going to give it a negative review. So there's a lot of writers out there who want to get the free swag. Um, they want to be invited to CES and a free, free plane trip and free meals and a free hotel on this company's dime. Um, that stuff happens every day. Uh, I just refuse to play that game. Oh, I yeah. just said I don't. I don't. I don't give a crap whether the companies like me or not. I'm not doing it for their sake. I'm doing it for the reader's sake. I always put myself in. I've got 500 bucks. I want to buy a camera. Is this the camera I should buy? Yeah. If I review that product and I don't give an honest answer, it's not a review. I be writing yeah. reviews. That's right. Yeah, you're not doing your job. I, I'm not there to write PR for a company. <laughs> I'm just not. Wow, that's so. yeah. I, that's uh, that's a great way to put it. Yeah, it's it's almost like they're uh, outsourcing PR material. You see it all the time. Hmm. Um, in, in you see it with movie reviews. You see it with software reviews, with game reviews. How could one magazine give something? Uh, a 7 out of 10, and the next one give it a 3 out of 10. I mean, yeah, yeah, some of it's opinion, but, I mean, if it's got frame rate issues and, you know, you can't connect to online multiplayer, or there's never anybody else playing the game, I mean, really, you give it a 7 out of 10 with those problems? Hmm. Yeah, there's a, there's a guitar magazine out there, um, and uh, I, I play guitar. I don't... I don't just read the guitar magazines for the the cool pictures. You're one of those guys. Yeah. Um, I just like to think about me playing. But, uh, like, they started doing, like, these... um, Is it cool if I say the name of the magazine? I mean, I don't think they would... You're the host of the show, man. Okay, cool. Uh, Guitar Player. They, uh, oh, you shouldn't have said that. Yeah. Such an ambiguous name. I'm a, nobody would have ever guessed it. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's, there's a guitar magazine called. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a, I'm sorry, Guitar World, actually. I'm sorry, Guitar Player. I got you mixed up with the other guitar magazine that's on a lot of. They both suck, really. But Guitar Player is the lesser of two evils. Uh, but Guitar World is just awful. Um they uh, a couple years ago they started instituting these like guitar world like for reviews guitar world gold awards and then guitar world platinum awards the thing is though i started noticing even before they uh started doing these uh you know these little things i was like huh you know what I don't think there's a bad guitar product out there because every single review of just about anything i read in any magazine is you know it's like they're the like thing ever. yeah go pick this one up it sounds a little like Jimi hendrix you know or, or whatever and uh but then they took it a step further by instituting these stupid platinum and gold awards and i i i, I uh kid you not i almost slipped i kid you not there are more uh in in any given guitar world magazine in the review section more products have an uh, a medal 
than the ones that don't. There are more metals than not. Hmm. Interesting. So that tells me that they're looking at potential advertisers. Oh, totally. Yeah. Than, whenever they have know, the uh, readers. Yeah, whenever they have the little, you know, quote in the, you know, in the the ad, like, plays like, well, that's, make that's you play more, like Hendrix, guitar, you know, right. dot, 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 guitar world, then has the guitar I, world seen, metal. I've had PR companies come to me after I've written a review of a product that was good, asking, hey, can we quote you on product? And I go, oh, yeah, I always say yes. I don't care. What do I care? What, I might get free PR for the website out of it? Hmm. Um so that's pretty common. Um, and, and I got to say, it's really weird when you're in Best Buy and you pick up a product <laughs> and your name is on it. And you're like, whoa, did I review this? I didn't, <laughs> I didn't realize I reviewed this. I would try uh, to go lot, up. Especially with hardware, you have to send hardware back for the most part. Yeah. Uh, sometimes they'll let you keep stuff, but most of the time you, you have to send it back or they'll give you a discount to buy it. Um so, you know, and I used to review so much stuff that I would forget that I reviewed something. I'm at Best Buy or wherever, and I'm thinking, oh, I, I remember using this. This is good. I should buy this. And my <laughs> name is actually on the box. Yeah. Like, shouldn't I get a discount? I mean, well, that's I, me. <laughs> that's what I was going to say is you should take that up to the counter and go, look, you know, and pull out your driver's license and go, look, this is me. I, I gave this five stars. Legally, this is mine. This is mine. You know, you my know name is on this. Where's your name? It says <laughs> Best at, Buy Nowhere. It, I was it at says Barnes and Noble. Yeah. And my book, uh, I wrote a book with uh, um, uh, some other guy, and uh, they actually had it in Best Buy. And you know, I didn't make a ton of money off that book, but I'm in Barnes and Noble, and there's my book. And they had two copies, and I kept going back there and picking it up, <laughs> and nobody gave a crap. <laughs> I'm looking around thinking, does, does anybody here realize that I'm the author of this book that I'm holding that's for sale in this store? <laughs> it seemed like it should have been a big deal, and nobody cared. I, I, am, I imagine, like, you know, week one, you go in there and go, oh, that's really cool. And then fast forward to, like, week 23, you're bringing in your own uh, card table and chair. And you just prop Actually, prop the copy of the book up and 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 offer just on the spot uh, autographing. <laughs> yes, but unfortunately, at week twenty three, it's in the bin where it's like three for a dollar. <laughs> it's worth more than a dollar. Shut up, guys! I'll buy it. I'll, I'll sign it for book. free. How's that? How's that? I'll throw in a free autograph. You just want like, sir, will you please go. leave the store? <laughs> yeah, you just want somebody to come by and go. Are you the author of that? The way you're <laughs> lovingly holding it? Because that's not creepy at all. Yeah. Um, I love how you're yeah, kissing it. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah why, we, sir, pull up your pants. Really. Yeah. <laughs> that's well, it's nasty. like they keep banging on the bathroom door. It's funny because when you write a book, you kind of do it in obscurity. There's nobody there with you. It's just you and the screen and you're typing and you're typing. And then you send it off. And then six months later, it's on a bookshelf. And nobody cares. <laughs> at, at no point does anybody go, wow, that's great. Not even your wife, because she's <laughs> lived with you for the last. She saw you writing the damn thing. Yeah. She's already spent the money. That money's gone. And she goes, oh, look, there's your book. And you go, oh, isn't that cool? And she's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah that's kind of like. Uh, we don't need to get diapers, though, honey. <laughs> yeah. 
That's uh, that's kind of like uh, our uh, our our parents. We're like, you know how me and Travis talk all the time? Yeah. Well, guess what? There's actually people who like to like to actually hear people what we have to say. Yeah. Listen to us. Yeah. Can you believe that? Isn't that cool? They're like, yeah. What? Yeah. But <laughs> did you see this thing on TV themselves? They're like, shut up! I'm watching. You, you, I'm watching yeah. Investigation Discovery. <laughs> I'm trying to Even figure if out if it, if the husband did it again. Even if you guys were, Ellen brought you on her show to interview you because she loves your podcasting. They still don't want to hear your podcast. Yeah. They don't. It, it's interesting you say that yet. They show no interest even whenever I'm like, you should really listen. Mm, they'll get around yeah. to it. Yeah. They don't want to. They, trust me. They, if it was my kids, I don't, I don't want to listen. <laughs> well, they probably it's shouldn't. Like, some of the stuff we talk about on... Uh, Drunken so Halo really and Drunken want them to. You just want them to go, I listen to it. I think that you guys are great. Yeah. That's really what you want. You don't really want them to listen. There are impartial third parties who love us. <laughs> you should love us too, damn it. That's right. There's there's strangers all over the world that listen to our private conversations yeah. about <laughs> nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're done that. Yeah. So, uh... So what do you think about the tack here that, uh, going back to the 2K conversation, the tack that uh, 2K is taking with... Uh, well, 2K didn't. It's their PR agency. Oh, uh, Sorry. Yeah. Um, you got to remember, most companies don't have their own PR people. Most companies outsource public relations and marketing. Um, and that's the case here. In fact, the fallout looks like... Uh, let me pull it back up here. Uh, 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 um, I mean, this is just some more bad press for this game that's legendary no, for its it, bad press. I don't press. think it could have got any worse. That's what I'm honest. saying. I mean, the, the Redner Group was the name of the PR company. Render and, Group? Uh, the Redner. R-E-D-N-E-R. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay. Um, 2K, and this is uh, what 2K says. 2K Games does not endorse the cam- comments made by Jim Redner and we can confirm that the Renner Group no longer represents our products. <laughs> well, well, at least yeah. they uh, did something about it, I guess. I don't know. I mean, they couldn't. I guess they probably couldn't have been too happy to. Uh, excuse me. Um, you know, like like we were saying a second ago, a game that's famous for just mountains and mountains of bad press. And right. un, you know, un, unhappy, unhappy uh, hangers-on to have, you know, even when the game ships, to have a uh, an issue out there that people are, you know, can potentially our company, their company who's trying to garner them good PR. Exactly. Yeah. To have, <laughs> I mean, it'd be one thing if if it was just like everybody was complaining because. You know, like you mentioned a, a, a while ago, like maybe they're, you know, the multiplayer was broken and like, you know, you know, out of 10 multiplayer matches, like seven of them get cut off in the middle and blah, 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 blah. Like it's not even a game related issue. It's just it's it's more, uh, you know, ungame related, which is what all the other bad press has been. They've you know, they they spend the money, they publish the game and they this game is still plagued by just. Awful, awful, awful non-game issues. Non-in-game issues, rather. What do you think, Trav? Yeah, it's... I mean, when you got a game that's got the the problems such as that, it's 
you can't like how can you find someone that would really enjoy that you know it's just it's bad it's not good like you were saying if seven out of the ten games in multiplayer like fail that's a complete failure <laughs> yeah that's not like I was talking more just the you know having the issues that have nothing to do with the game though oh. I was just throwing that out as an example oh yeah the game just came out I, I haven't played it you know, you know, two K had to have been looking at them, going, "Really, you're, you're going to do this right now? We're we're getting slammed by all these negative reviews, and you do this? Really? Uh, I don't think so. You're fired." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, two K has been having a lot of good success over the years. I mean, they had the GT, they have the GTA series, uh, LA Noir, uh, Red Dead Redemption. I mean, they've had. Is two K the publisher really- on all those? Uh, they're either the publisher or they're the... Rockstar's the developer. The developer, correct. And they're the publisher, okay. 2KOs. Interesting. Um, I take back my, I mean, they, my comment earlier about 2K not having yeah, anything. I didn't know 2K did that. <laughs> I didn't know 2K. I, didn't, yeah. I just was imagining 2K's 2K, bigger than you think. If you NFL go, if 2K6. You their offerings, they, they've got a lot of stuff out there. They didn't usually put their name on most of the stuff they publish either. So, no, they've done a lot of stuff. They've had Game of the Year, uh, Bioshock, that was one of theirs. I mean, oh wow, okay. Well, I was totally yeah. effing wrong on that. <laughs> I apologize to two K game guys. <laughs> yeah, um, well, sort of. Speaking We're, of video games, well, can I know I, you guys are the Halo guys? Oh yeah. But, uh, uh, I just I just wanted to say yeah, I just wanted to actually before we move away from uh, Duke uh, Duke Nukem, I was just thinking uh, some of our listeners might not know some of the just crazy crazy history uh, with uh, Duke Nukem and everything that it, that uh, that has happened in the uh, the long 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 road of this. Uh, uh, what's what's the? Uh, I know it's Duke Nukem. Is it Duke Nukem Forever or Three D yes. or what? Is, is no, it's Duke Nukem Forever. Forever, okay. Um, what's uh, what? Is there a way you could just kind of like briefly just you know kind of sum Duke. up the the kind of history that this game yeah. has? To somewhat, I, I haven't followed it a whole lot closely. I, I was never really interested in the original games. I ha- uh, yeah, it was pretty same popular here. in the nineties. Oh yeah, um, and then. Halo was kind of on the horizon. Um, some some other developers saw early previews of that. Um, they were one of the companies. They it wasn't two K. I cannot think of the guy's name that was in charge of this project for so long. Um, but it was constantly delayed. Yeah, uh, they would show the press a little bit, and we're going to release in six months. And then the six months would go by, and oh no, we're going to release in six months, and another six months would go by, and this went on literally. For 15 years. Yeah. Like, it, it seemed like, yeah, they just had the same joke. automated email that they sent out every... Right. Se- yeah. Right. It, it was a running joke. Absolutely. The, the gaming press never thought this game would actually ship. Oh, yeah. And that if it did, it would be, why bother at this point? Just scrap the whole thing and start from scratch. Well, they didn't do that. They actually shipped the game that was in development for 15 years, which, to me, is retarded. Oh, I mean, yeah. It's you know it's not 1990 anymore. I mean, exactly the, the humor that they use. They use the same voiceover that they created way, way, way back. I mean, the plot was written out and everything. And it what's funny in the game, what's supposed to be humorous, doesn't even work anymore. People are like, "What? What is he talking about? This is stupid." So it, it was just a it was ill conceived from the very beginning on 2K's part. Um, 
I mean, I, I don't know. Is there any value to Duke Nukem in your mind? Not not in my mind, um, because I was never a big uh, Duke Nukem fan. And by that, I mean I might have played a total of 10 minutes of Duke Nukem in my entire life. It's 10 minutes yeah. more than I have. <laughs> and, uh, and that time was... Uh, the only time I ever played it was like way, way, way back in the day. We're talking like maybe 94 or 95 um, when I was, you know, uh, just a little guy. Uh, I actually got sent or I didn't get sent. I, I chose to uh, get sent to um, this like week long computer camp thing up at uh, SMU, which is a, a college that's uh, in Dallas. And um, it was back in the day of uh, Doom Two, whenever that was, uh, and um, and like they taught us like some programming stuff that I didn't learn a single bit of it because it was all taught, you know like printed out on you know from a printer, and so you would just copy what was on the paper. Uh, you know, enter that into the computer, and then it's like your computer would just throw a bunch of like circles at you, and it was like, wow, that's neat, <laughs> you know. And uh, and so, whenever we weren't doing stuff like that, they had a bunch of you know, it was in like a, a large computer lab, so they had uh, you know, it was all on the same uh, network, and so people would just play a lot of uh, you know, deathmatch stuff on uh, either Doom 2 or uh, you know, a couple computers had Duke Nukem on it, and I only saw people playing like campaign stuff on Duke Nukem. I don't know if it had any multiplayer stuff, but uh, you know, I messed around with Duke Nukem a little bit. I was I was a much bigger fan of Doom Two, but that's like the only actual like personal exposure I ever had to Duke Nukem, um, other than having people say how much they liked it, and then me, you know, thinking, well, well that's great for them. The biggest drawback to owning a portable Mac? Not enough hard drive space. Who wants to carry an external hard drive around with you? That defeats the entire reason to own a laptop. Instead, replace that seldom used optical drive with an MCE OptiBay. With OptiBay, you can install a second hard drive in your MacBook, MacBook Pro, or heck, even a Mac Mini. Imagine two terabytes more storage in your MacBook Pro. Or heck, even one of those super fast solid state drives. With MCE's OptiBay, you can do just that. Check them out online at mcetech.com. That's M-C-E-T-E-C-H.com. Well, that was a great break, Travis. I yeah, really, I really enjoyed ever. everything everybody had to say about everything. Good, me and too. And it was so planned out ahead of time. Absolutely, it was. <laughs> that's that's what makes us great. We plan so far ahead; it's not even funny. Um, speaking of stuff that's not even funny, um, Tim, me and Travis uh, had come up with a couple uh, show ideas that we wanted we wanted to run past you. Uh, you don't be- have to run them past me. You guys are the host of the show now, man. <laughs> well, I was going to say I, I- because we have to run. Uh, Every, because uh, this is our uh, just a couple ideas we had for shows. We wanted to know if these if these like, were okay, like geeky show ever's or like no, yeah, like yeah, like like <laughs> like uh, the next episode. Like as an example, oh, okay. here's an idea of a show that I had, um, and it's got you know it, I, I've already got the show named Chicken Nugget Shootout. Mm. Now I like this idea. Travis loves I thought this. It was a good idea. So mm. yeah, I've got my my. Now, cheer- wait a minute. Here's the the question: Is do you count the sauces? 
Um, as well, is is it just the chicken nugget? No, because if it's just the chicken nugget, then you know McDonald's doesn't have a chance. But if you count the sweet and sour sauce, might be a contender. I have not taken the sauce into account. I have not either. It seems like. But, like, when you look at Chick-fil-A, they've got, like, four different sauces. Like, do you use every sauce or would you only use their, their best sauce? sauce rocks. Oh, it does. Barbecue That's my sauce. favorite at Chick-fil-A yeah. is their barbecue so, sauce. So, so you have to broaden it. You can't just say just the nugget because, well, that's kind of unfair. But then, well, well, if it's a just the nugget shootout, we might have to keep the sauce uniform. Like, it's just ketchup. Oh yeah, you goes, only have one sauce have, to choose from. So that way, it's, yeah, yeah. Bring, bring your bring your starting quarterback. Is it is it the barbecue sauce? Is, is it the new sweet and onion sauce? What are you going to bring? The Polynesian hmm. sauce. Yeah, and That's maybe maybe it should be like this. Would it be too crazy to say uh, you the sauce you choose cannot come from any place that we will go pick pick up chicken nuggets from? Like it has to be a thir- a third party sauce <laughs> that's got no ties to any of these yes. other. Um, now, Justin chicken Nugget from McDonald's with a one sauce. Yeah, <laughs> you want to do a quick explanation for anyone out there who might not know what the term shootout means for the chicken nugget shootout? Because <laughs> um, I didn't when you first said yeah, that to me. Yeah, I came to you so and I, I was like, Travis, I, I just had one. the greatest idea ever in the history of ever chicken nugget shootout and you looked at me like like i was melting in front of you like you just talk german and i have no idea what that means yes i Um, don't know what you mean by the shootout i I know what chicken nuggets are i just don't know about shootouts um i i watch hockey but i don't understand how you can play hockey with chicken nuggets um that's my amazing travis impression that's Um, great a plus yes so what a chicken nugget shootout would be is we would go around to every uh chain fast food place uh, around where we live and there's just about all of them yeah all the all the major players uh and we would pick up you know some chicken nuggets from uh each respective place and i would be the uh the uh scientist administering the mad scientist yeah, the mad scientist crazy hair and the lab coat man. yeah with the uh the chicken suit on because <laughs> come on yeah, you, you can't not dress up for that. Uh, and um, you would. Do you guys have the people in the in the in the outfits like twirling signs in your area? Oh, all the time. Do we? And did what, what, when the uh, hell did this start? Uh, it it seems like a, an idea thing. that could probably be traced back. It seems like a for a while. I don't imagine but that was you like see something some very creative outfits. I've seen chickens. I've seen Uncle Sam. I've seen. But, the funniest one I saw this guy, he just had this yellow T-shirt on. I don't even know what the T-shirt said. And he was just out there waving. He didn't have a sign. Uh, he was obviously for that. But, but he just was just there out. waving. That, that was I a thought, hitchhiker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought, how pathetic is that place? And I didn't even have this look on. Like, I got, this is, I'm not supposed to be doing this. I got in trouble. And this is my punishment. Yeah, I, I know where, I know where. You guys can't even afford the chicken out. <laughs> where I live, there's a uh, up in Denton where I go to school. There's this. Uh, it's called like Liberty Tax something. I don't know exactly what they're even advertising. And there's two different ones in this town. And every time you drive by, there's someone just dressed in the Statue of Liberty outfit, just waving at you. <laughs> Wait, the Statue of Liberty is waving? Yeah, they shouldn't be allowed to move. Well, they're waving. 
They're trying to be friendly. They're not American, I would say. <laughs> Communists. Yeah. <laughs> You'll see like a hair salon and they've got like some bald guy out front. It's like, really? That's that's probably not the, the message you want to be sending. It's uh, whatever. So maybe they're, they're a, a specialist. Gorilla. What the hell does a gorilla have to do with, you know, an early... With what are those selling cars. Get quick cash type of places? the hell's a gorilla got to do with that? I don't know. Because gorillas like, know how to get cash quick. They do. Listen to beat the crap out of you and take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the chicken nugget idea... Uh, Tim, this is what's going to set the MyMac network above all others. People set would set it on fire. Yeah, <laughs> and it's going to make it delicious. How about this Sunday? 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 <laughs> on the geekiest show ever. It's the Chicken Nugget Shootout. We, I know we have recording our, all our promos. From yeah, now. I was about to say we just got we just got a promo right there. Yeah, um, so yeah, Chicken Nugget Shootout. We go around. We get all the nuggets we can find. We bring them back. I give them to Travis. He doesn't know which ones they are. Um, and we rate them. We find out what is truly th- the best chicken nugget, according to Travis. Yes. I, I think it's all in execution. And I think the, the Sunday, Sunday, Sunday thing probably wouldn't work. I think you Even have if, to be. Because it'll probably be on a Tuesday or something. Right. So it'd be like, <laughs> all right, now uh, open your mouth. <laughs> Just close your eyes. Right. Open your mouth. I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna dip this in the sauce. <laughs> I'll try not All to right, get my now sauce. Slowly, slowly take a bite. Just something like that. I think that might. That's Tim. Yeah. I feel like you should be the backup to the Whataburger guy in the Whataburger. Because <laughs> that's exactly what I'm picturing uh, in my head right but now. You know, that I, guy's run his course. Uh, let's, let's be honest, <laughs> Tim. You have you have a bright future of telling people to close close, close their eyes and open their mouth close and mouth. enjoy the sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Slowly, should you feel the juices, baby? We'll use this napkin. Use a napkin, baby. You got a little on your face. You got a little bit there, right there. Let me let me get there for you. Um, yeah, I, you know, I, I like doing voices, so that, that that would be fun. I don't know about bright future; it'd be probably bleak, <laughs> but it, it's, a it's a future. It's a yes, it's a future with with great promos and delicious chicken and delicious. Sauce. And what more could you want? Yeah, and delicious like, really. sauce that that everyone just <laughs> loves sauce. to consume. <laughs> my right. my daughter, my uh, seven year old, loves the. Uh, the McDonald's uh, sweet and sour sauce. I will swing into McDonald's just to pick up the sauce. Uh, yeah, I was here about 10 minutes ago. You guys didn't give me any sauce. <laughs> That's <laughs> good. I like that sauce. one. Don't give me anything through the drive-thru. If you say they screwed up, they're because uh, they screw up all the time anyway. So they just assume, yeah, we probably didn't give this guy his. You go in there, and I guarantee you, if you did this tomorrow, it would absolutely work. Go into McDonald's right around lunchtime. Cut right in front of everyone. Go right up to the manager looking guy and go, hey, you guys didn't even give me my apple pie. I'm sorry, sir. Did we not <laughs> give you a pie? Oh, I, I'm and it's like, sorry. I don't understand you. The, the, y- y'all didn't give me my apple pie. Now. <laughs> I ain't want to complain usual. You know, I, I don't like complaining, but 
Look, the Mrs. I don't want to be car, this guy. She's really not happy. She wants her apple pie. You know what? <laughs> I forgot my receipt. Do you need me to run all the way back out there and get you my receipt for my, that $1 apple pie, sir? I can do it if you want. You have to pat your pockets like you're looking for yeah, the receipt. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. The, the other aspect of that is if you walk into almost any big business holding a clipboard, mm. you can walk out of there with almost anything. Wow. I never thought of that. You walk in with a clipboard with a tie on. Uh, yeah, I'm here to pick up the uh, laptop from... Uh, I, I can't even read this name. Yeah. What does it say? <laughs> you, you, you show that you you just briefly like act like you're about to let them see the the clipboard and go, I don't know. Anyways, yeah, if you could just help, you know, just get that for me real quick. I can get out of your hair. I've got yep. like five other best buys to get to. I would have made I would have made a great thief. I really would have. <laughs> well it's not too late. Damn morality. Damn it. That new show on mymac.com. The thief <laughs> the thiefiest go. Show ever, <laughs> thiefiest show ever. I like that tag. They'll tell you how to do it, but they don't actually do it themselves. Why? Because they're pussies. <laughs> well, it's like I was telling Travis earlier today. Uh, I mentioned to you uh, before we started recording, uh, Tim, that um, we just got back from Best Buy and I bought uh, um, Goldeneye uh, for the Wii. And online they had it for. Uh, they said, "Just me, or does that sound just absolutely?" You want to show me your golden eye on your Wii? Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah, you know it's uh, it's it's not a game for everybody, of course. No. But uh, so, you know, Justin loves to play. Better that. than that than the you know the 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 brown eye, I guess. <laughs> That's I'd the sequel. The golden eye, I think it's it's so, uh, yeah. it's the less less polished sequel. <laughs> um, uh, so, like online, they had it on sale for like thirty one ninety nine. They had it the regular price in the store for thirty nine ninety nine. I know it's not a big difference, but it's, I you know, if I could save a couple bucks, I you know, I'm not too yeah, opposed to that. So, um, I said the guy rang it up, and I was like, well, the, y'all have it online for thirty one uh, ninety nine, and so he was like, oh really? And I showed it to him on my uh, on my phone. And he just briefly, like, I doubt very seriously he actually read any text. Like, his eyes just quickly ran over the site. And was like, oh, okay, yeah, all right. And then, so I was thinking, you know what? I could have just saved that page out as an HTML and then just, like, did a search and replace for, uh, you know, thirty one ninety nine to, like, you know, nineteen ninety nine, and then, like, put that up on our server. And then just like had the the site on my phone and just showed him like yeah look y'all have it's it right for there look yep that I, or, I or swear to God just, you could just do a print PDF change the price on the PDF and and just show him the picture on your iPhone he wouldn't know that it's not an actual website but you never know if you're going to get someone who's not totally lazy and just wants to you know. <laughs> Just tap around. Discount, true. Sir. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, there you go. Thiefiest show ever. <laughs> that's what we're about on here. <laughs> free swag. That's what we're looking for, free swag. It's, 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 re- it's rewarding your smarts in, in the field of technology. My, my wife likes to bring to my attention these stupid shows that I, I have no interest in watching and it's one of those mm-hmm, 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 where I'm not really listening to her. Yeah. And she was talking about some coupon clipper show, and I'm like, honey, please. <laughs> huh. that I have absolutely no interest in this at all. But then, uh, months later, so this would have been like a week ago, I just happened to catch part of the show where this woman had gone to some grocery store, filled up literally eight shopping bags or sh- uh, shopping carts of crap, 
and it cost her thirty bucks. Yeah, I heard I saw about that. Something like that. Too. I was like, God damn. But I guess it was, you know, she had to work her butt off getting all these double coupons and stuff like that. But I was still thinking, that, yeah, I would rather spend the money. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I'm the same way. Life is too short. Travis is the opposite, though. Sort of. I, I wouldn't go that far extreme to where I'm going to spend five days cutting all these coupons. But because uh, you're doing work, right? You're That's, yeah, it's still... So still if you were you getting paid do. for all that work, you're still coming out, you know, this, the same. Yeah. But, but I have been well, known like people, to uh, save that extra penny wherever I can. That's, well, you know, that's been me ever since I've been a little kid. miles down the road to another store to save three bucks on something. It's like, really? You're going to, well, yes, three dollars. Well, yeah, but your gas costs you yeah. more than that. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm, I'm guilty of I will drive all over Dallas to find... A product. I don't care if it, you know, if it's if it's more or less than what I can get it online. I I I will always try to get it physically uh, before I I try online. Is it the media gratification yes. thing? Yes, yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suffer from that sometimes too. To where but it's I'm, like I'll I go. Think everyone does. Well, like I'll go to the store thinking, all right, if it's you know if it's under. You know, fifty bucks, then then I'll get it. That's fine. Then they don't have it. And like, oh well, you know what? There's another, um, like Target. You know, just right down the road. They don't have it. Then suddenly it becomes like a treasure hunt. Like I have where, to like, get this. What is it? Hundred fifty dollars? Done. <laughs> what a deal. I'll give you two hundred. Fifty for yeah. two. <laughs> what a deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I used to suffer from that a little bit. I think it changes as you get older. You know. Um, when you have kids and you have a mortgage and, you and have car life. payments and when you have and a life, life, yeah, and you're just like, Ugh, I would rather order it online, get it in two days, and I can stay home. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't have to get off the couch. You know. Yeah, this it's the hunt <laughs> today. And Amazon is amazing. Let's be honest. you can get baloney on Amazon.com now. You you can order Oscar Mayer baloney on Amazon. You're a, you're this a, is a wonderful world we live in. Absolutely. You're a fellow smoker, right? Yep. Um, can you get cartons of cigarettes on Amazon? I don't. I've never looked, to be honest. I don't think so. But I don't know. I don't know. Let me look right now. Because <laughs> we, have Amaz- we have Amazon Prime. And with the... So do I. I mean, Amazon is like the Walmart of online, I think. And they always have the best price. Marlboro cigarettes cartons. Hmm. You can get uh, tobacco-free cigarettes, but they don't have real cigarettes. No. Yeah. Is it those no, ecstasy don't. ones? Uh, the green ones with the butterfly on them. I bought a pack yes. of those once. Those are awful. Oh yeah, I see that now. <clears throat> you can buy a new. Yeah, for you can $50. get rolling papers though, but that doesn't do me any good. <laughs> have you seen these electronic cigarettes? What? Yeah, you know, I see them at truck stops because uh, I live in West Michigan, but I work in Chicago, and so I'm on the road quite a bit, and I stop at a lot of truck stops to, you know, use the bathroom or find something to eat real quick or to drink or or if I run out of smokes, and uh, I, I keep constantly seeing these the blue cigarettes and the green cigarettes, and they're electronic, and it's water vapor, and, uh, you know, I, I would like to stop smoking, but... Um, but in another respect, I don't want to stop smoking, so I'm yeah. kind of screwed. 
Um, but I think if I ever really convince myself, okay, you know what, I'm just done with this, I might try that to break the habit. Um, now, what is the electronic I, cigarette? I've tried them. <laughs> I've never even yeah, heard of I, I've, I've never tried them. Are they any... Well, I bought. I got like the real kind of the off brand of the off brand ones. Like they they were like yeah. fifteen bucks with like these extra you know filler pack stuff. I don't know. Hmm. Um, and yeah, they weren't they were not good at all. But again, I, I didn't get any of the you know the name brand ones. If you were to equate them with like regular cigarettes you know old timey cigarettes analog there you go analog cigarettes. analog cigarettes um you know it would be like trying a pack of like mavericks or something i don't know like just they're like what what is i've never seen these before hmm. you know and uh you're like oh uh, and then you're surprised at like oh these are just bad like i don't know how good the good the name brand ones are so, but the ones but that I had were exactly, awful. Though, it's right. it it has something to do with uh, water, like like Tim said, uh, some type of water vapor. Like it, whenever you inhale and then you blow out, like there's something that resembles smoke that comes out of your your mouth, but it's it's not smoke. And uh, since it's not smoke, um, you know it's it's you know like the vapor or whatever. It it doesn't cling to like fabric and make it smell or you know stay on the wall and make your room smell like cigarettes and stuff unless your breath was really bad but, <laughs> yeah you know. they should have cigarettes wherever <laughs> you inhale and it probably and doesn't blow matter out. anyway it's fire <laughs> uh, you know I, hold on hold on, hold on. say that again travis <clears throat> i'm saying they just, <clears throat> I, I think i just come up <laughs> <laughs> good god <laughs> i've been too busy smoking uh i think i just came up with a million dollar idea okay whenever you we're uh, gonna put the mymac name on whatever this is that's right i'll be proud to Works let them me. sponsor it okay. uh when you smoke this type of cigarette and uh you you uh, exhale it it's just fire fire comes out of your mouth instead of smoke what are what is this product called uh, I'll think of the name. No, later. you need. Okay. I'll think of it later. Fine. By the end of the show, I'll have it for you. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Tim, do you have an idea of the name? Dragon Breath. Okay. I was thinking something with Dragon. That was better than what Travis Travis's <laughs> name idea. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, you know, the th- but I came up with. The I don't idea. think I'm actually. I, I think obviously I'm addicted to cigarettes. I've been smoking since I was 15, um, 14, 15. I forget now, but. I think it's the habit more than the nicotine. Because okay. if I'm busy and I'm not thinking about it, I don't even want a cigarette. It's when I f- I'm finally not busy and I'm like, ooh, I can go have a cigarette now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I think it's more the habit that, oh, I can go do this now rather than, oh, my God, I need a cigarette right now. I, I can't tell you the last time I ever thought I need one right now. I get, like, panicky. uh Anytime I'm on an airplane, because it's the fact that I know that no matter how bad I want it and no matter how bad or no matter how uh, freed up I am, no matter anything, I cannot have one. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm the same way, except for when I'm actually on the airplane that I'm like, yeah, I'll have one. Oh, no. See, that's where I start to like, 
We, like I've man. got, like I'm, I'm thinking, uh, uh, I've got cigarettes in my pocket. I wonder if I could just rip one of them up and put it, you know, in my lip, like dip. Maybe it just helped me calm down or something. The, the day after, oh God, I need a cigarette. The day after the Mavs won the championship, they showed photos of the airplane ride, and uh, and Justin turned to me and was like, "Man, that looks like the greatest." plane ride ever and there was like women on there and just like having a lot of fun it's like yeah i, I think so too he's like it's because they can smoke on that flight yeah because <laughs> they were all smoking cigars i was like that's got to be the greatest airplane ride in history and i was saying yeah well, good party nba players some few women i think, you know, I think that's cool. a lot of that is that immediate gratification thing you were talking about because uh, you know, I, I get that panicky thing before I get on. Before I actually hit security, I'm still outside the airport holding my bags, smoking that last cigarette before I make it into the door. And I'm like, oh, this is going to suck. See, I'm when I get security. I get in the plane. I'm sitting down. I start listening to my iPhone or playing on the iPad. And I can't smoke. So, I, eh, okay, well, I'm fine. But then as soon as we land, I'm like, oh, just get to the gate so I can, you know, get out there and have a cigarette finally. Yeah. Um See, whenever we're like getting, you know, getting up uh, to the, you know, pulling up to the terminal or whatever and checking the bags and going through security, my mind's too preoccupied with getting through security and, you know, all the hassle that you uh, that you have to uh, deal with. Um, you know, uh, you it's like I'm not, I, you know, I'm not even thinking about it. Why? Why would I yeah. think about it? I'm, I'm busy trying to get through uh, everything that you got to get through. But it's like as soon as you sit down, and you're like, you know what would be great? Cigarette. Oh wait, oh, I can't do it. Wait, we're it's flying just, to the, London. The fact that you can't do it, it makes you want it more. When someone says no, 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 you're like, well, that's what I want. Even more so now. Yeah. I mean, as a parent, you can't. If you really don't want your kid to do something. It's not that you tell them not to do it. It's you don't bring that to their attention. So it doesn't even occur to them that they're going to want to do that in the first place. Yeah. Well, uh, Tim, this has been fantastic to get you on. I wanted to have you on for the uh, the, the first episode that we take over mm-hmm. uh, so people won't be afraid of us. They will hear you talking <laughs> to us, and they will they will realize that, oh, okay, these these people won't hurt me they know that we have your stamp of approval yes they didn't they didn't steal the feed (laughs) (laughs) we're hijacking the network occasionally uh chad perry and i are going to still get together and still record uh, a geeky show ever but that will be in addition to what you guys are already doing so we'll just kind of i'll let you guys know but we'll just kind of slip it into the uh into the feed um but it's been i love that i love doing months Yeah, it has uh, and, been. And it has been a while. It's been a long time. When Chad and I do a, a, a geekiest show ever, we'll kind of go back to the old format, the way with our theme music that we're playing on that show, um, which if you go back one episode, you'll hear. Um, and so we'll do it like the old-timey way, the way Chad and I do it, so you'll hear a difference. So if, if Chad and I slip an episode in, you'll know immediately because it'll be the old theme music. You'll be like, oh, it's it's Tim and... Well, at least Tim and somebody else. This You're music. Yep. So, um, so if you hear that, it's going to be me and probably Chad, but it could be David Cohen or Guy Searle or one of these days. What I really want to do now that Geeky Show Ever is going to be under somebody else's um, stewardship and not mine directly, is I would like to get the main host of all the different all the five different podcasts at mymac.com to do one big show. I think that would be really cool. That would be amazing. 
You know, pick one big topic. Um, Halo. I called it. I got shot, big. Shotgun yeah. Halo. <laughs> um, but just one one topic and, and either do it as segments on all the shows. So the, it would be recorded all at once. But to hear all of them, you have to listen to all five shows. That's all. Yeah. Or it would just be on the flagship, the MyMac podcast. And all the other shows would kind of say, hey, go listen to the MyMac show because we did a special episode. I think that would be cool. Yeah. I like the idea of having to go collect all the gold coins in order to hear the entire show. You, you know, I I, <laughs> I did that once as a contest years ago, uh, within the first year of, of the MyMac podcast. And I had all these other shows. They were going to give a secret word. And if you email all four secret words, then you get a free, I think it was an FM transmitter for an iPod. I said it wasn't something real expensive, but it was kind of cool. Yeah. And all the other shows did it. All these shows agreed to do it, except for one show agreed to do it. And after everybody else did it, they backed out, and that was the Don and Drew show. And I was like, what a bunch of dicks. Because um, <laughs> yeah, all these other shows said you, you have to listen to the Don and Drew show to get this other word. And uh, Why would they possibly they, back they, out of that? I, they made themselves look like jackasses because I blasted them on the show. I was like... They're jerks. Why would they do that? And then it turned out it actually wasn't him. It was her. She was like, I didn't want to do it. He was like, well, I already told them I would. I didn't care when she told them. He's You're like, a woman. Well, Shut up. <laughs> yeah, you would think on that show at least. But, um, <laughs> no, it's, they backed out at the last minute, so that was kind of a bummer. But that would that obviously wouldn't happen here because it's all under one network and it's like one big family of shows. Even oh, yeah. if they have nothing to do with each other. Yeah, exactly. I, I like that idea. Um, and so, uh, I know, I know you got to get going. Um, and, uh, I'm hungry. Yes. <laughs> you is hungry. Um, however, just one super, super quick, uh, last, uh, show idea. We want to do show commentaries on shows that we've previously recorded. Mm, that's kind of difficult to do because then you have to have, uh, you, the listener has to be familiar with the source material. Yeah, but chances are they wouldn't be. Yeah, we're just <laughs> we were just joking. Um, that wasn't. But if you were going to say yes, idea. yeah. Um, if but if you were going to say yes, we would totally at least try it. Whether it would be released, who knows? I always thought it would be <laughs> cool to do like a director's commentary on a movie. We've done it uh, as a podcast. Yeah, so we you can hear the movie in the background, and then you talk about the movie and just. That would be fun. On uh, Drunken Jet, um, we did a, a commentary on one of the truly worst movies of all time. It's bad. It was Mortal Kombat 2. Yeah, the second <laughs> Mortal Kombat movie. It wasn't even the first one, which was bad in its own right. But the second yeah, one was even worse. Two. Yeah, the, <laughs> the, the second one makes you yearn for, the, for watching the first one. Then whenever you watch See, the first one, it's like, cool wow, idea. this one's not good either. <laughs> the uh, the guys over at uh, Stuck in the 80s podcast did this, and they made it. They didn't even put the show in their feed. They hid it as a link on their website. So you, you literally had to go to their website and hover over all these different links. And then they made the link not underlined or blue, so you weren't even sure where the hell it was. Of course, anybody with any intelligence would just get the source code, and boom, there it is. Yeah. Uh, but most people didn't have the intelligence to do that, or I don't want to say the intelligence. They didn't have the experience to do that. Um, but they did it for Purple Rain, and uh, there was another one, um, Heathers or something like that. And they were funny because they were 
you know, it, it was not a professional podcast up to their standards. It was a microphone sitting there, everyone drinking and just talking crap about the movie. It was hilarious. But of it's, course, the the, I, the the thing is, you want to watch the movie, at least see the picture as they're talking. Yeah. And I thought I thought that was kind of a brilliant idea, a poor man's director's cut, if you will. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean I've uh, I've there's several uh, podcasts that I. Uh, listen to and and have listened to uh in the past and they've done um commentaries in fact there's uh i can think of at least two off the top of my head where i liked them so much i uh ripped the uh movie off of the, uh the dvd which i certainly legally own and um <laughs> and put the commentary over it yeah seriously yeah and saved <laughs> it out cool. and put them on my uh, apple tv uh my um my white apple tv which is uh, hacked, and so I can just SSH into it and throw stuff on there, you know, stuff that's not, you know, necessarily formatted for iTunes. And, and uh, yeah, I just, I can, I can watch them. I have a, a fantastic commentary for Star Wars Episode Four that uh, <laughs> um, is just amazing. Like, any time I watch that movie without this commentary, I miss the commentary. Well, guys, I'm, I'm really happy that uh, someone's pick, picked up you know, geeky show over and started recording them again. Um, you know, it's one of those shows that I never actually expected to ever make a dime on because it was more of a passion product project, even more so than, than my Mac or tech fan. Um, well, I'm glad we're doing but it. I, then. <laughs> I, simply yeah, I, I simply didn't have time, you know, Chad and I just, you know, I, I work hundreds of miles away from home. I've got a family. He's got a family. It, we just couldn't seem to put the time together to actually do it. The times that worked for him were just terrible for me and vice versa. So I hated to see the show linger. I know there's people still subscribe to it. Um, although if it's not updated or you listen to it after a certain time, it, uh, iTunes actually automatically unsubscribes you. So um, hopefully they'll, they've been refreshing it and, and some of the listeners are out there. And of course I'm going to promote the show um, on the other podcast. Yes. I heard that on the last okay. tech fan. Thank you for that. Sure, absolutely. So you know, we'll build up the audience here for the, for you guys and uh, and geeky show over. But even more so, more important to me, I can't wait to listen to what you guys are going to do. I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait to see what we do. Either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tim, I want to so, I want to personally thank you for uh, for uh, letting us join this this great family here at my Mac. No, it's our pleasure, man. We can't we can't wait to. Uh, to uh, send you the bill. Oh, wait. No, wait a minute. <laughs> well, we can't wait for you to send us our women and monies. Yeah, we're waiting there on that. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> 80, year old, 80 year olds and a nickel. No, those aren't real You women. didn't specify that. you gotta, you got to read that contract closely next time. <laughs> oh, well, we didn't even get the contract. We thought this was just a large negotiation that will go out on the feed so people know that it's back. <laughs> Well, guys, I'm out of here. I got to eat. I've been up for like 18 hours at this point. I still haven't eaten, so I am out of here. Thanks, guys. All right, man. All right. Thank you, Tim. Thank you so much. All right. And with that sound, we hang up and on the gone. old, and it is just the new guys left. We've got big shoes to fill. We do. But I think uh, we can fill them. I think so. You know. I hope so. I hope so, too. No, this, we can't. This seems like a great... It was a great podcast before we got here. Uh, we're going to keep the tradition of this podcast being great. Yes. And that's what we're going to do. Absolutely. We're going to try our hardest to do it. We will try our hardest, Travis, 
therefore we will succeed because we're winners. <laughs> that's what we tell ourselves every morning. I like it. Every morning when we both get up, we, we take turns slapping each other on the shoulders really hard as if we were wearing shoulder pads. And we yell a question at the other one. Are Who, you great? Who's a winner? I'm a winner. Who's a winner? I'm a winner. Who's a winner? I hope we can do it. <laughs> I hope they like us. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yes, that just shows you how much of winners we are. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But uh, we're going to wrap up here in a second. Okay. But, um, Trav, uh, let's just kind of talk about what we uh, – like unofficially maybe just like what what do we want this show to be like and i was starting to say unofficially like what do we have planned okay like uh maybe not like super specifics but uh you know what are what are you want wanting to uh kind of form this show to be well what's what's so great about about justin and i as a team is that we are both geeks Mm-hmm. But we are two completely different kind of geeks. You couldn't get more different. And that's why we complement each other so much. Because if we were the same kind of quote-unquote geeks, you you know, you know might listen and be like, oh, they got a good point. All right, let's go see what someone else is talking about. Well, let's about. listen to the next episode. Oh, they're talking about the same thing again. Yeah. And so uh, I know personally, like we kind of touched on right in the beginning of the show, I'm more of the you're the secret weapon i'm the secret weapon because, because you're i'm not your yeah. typical geek i i think you could say i don't know a whole lot about technology you're not a geek in the if, in the traditional sense of the word if, if you want to know if you want to have like a good debate over mac versus pc god knows i'm not the guy to talk to because oh. all i want on my computer is to be able to get on the internet and play minesweeper <laughs> and that's about it and so uh I really don't know a whole lot about computers, but I do know that... So I, you're saying you're a PC? I am a PC. There on my Mac. <laughs> that's okay. I, I, that's why I'm the secret weapon. I feel like like I have... Well, I don't feel like this. I know this. Um, that I have the very first 15-inch MacBook Pro that I ever started using. Mm-hmm. I have that upstairs. I feel like while we do this show, we need to take away your Toshiba and just... You have to use the 15-inch MacBook Pro while we're doing the show. Okay. I can do that. I mean, you... Piece of cake. Like you said, you mostly do web stuff. Yeah, it's just getting on the internet. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't don't need anything too fancy. Yeah, and with Minesweeper, you know, I think I... We did this on one of the other shows. I... Whenever you mentioned that on the air, I just opened up the Mac App Store and just searched Minesweeper and got, like, eight different... uh, results mm-hmm. like you, to the most basic minesweeper to the most like elaborate you know crazy like oh wow that's yeah different I don't, I don't think there's anyone out there who's better at minesweeper than i am <laughs> i'm challenging that to everyone out there you gonna play multiplayer we'll play multiplayer minesweeper matchmaking <laughs> but no but what, what i was saying earlier is we're two completely we're the same but we're two completely different like we both love video games oh yeah huge video game buffs we both love halo that's both of ours number one game mm-hmm. bar none no doubt it's halo but uh i'm more of the besides halo i'm more of the the fifa and the madden and nba the s word and the s word 
that shall not be named on this podcast. Yeah. But that's what I am. And uh, But Justin's completely different. He's more of the, like... I really like shooters. Shooters. And I'm, I'm not opposed um, to, uh, you know, trying other games. Yeah. Like, like, just as an example, like, uh, one of the games that I, I'm really digging on lately is uh, Crisis 2. Yeah. And I'll be like, Trav, man, you gotta... You got to try out this game, man. This Crisis 2, um, let me tell you, this game is awesome. Mm-hmm. And and you'll be like, does it is it Halo? <laughs> is it Halo? Well, no, it's Crisis 2. <laughs> the controls aren't exactly like Halo. <laughs> well, no, it's Crisis 2. I mean, they're based, you know, it's basically the same, but yeah, there are a couple differences here and there. Why why doesn't it shoot like Halo? Well, I'll just, just let you like figure Call that one out. <laughs> just throw it, that out there. It does. But uh, and, and and I'm, so, I'm very hard to get to change, I guess you should say. Because it was hard enough to get me hooked on a Halo. Because uh, I've never been good, <clears throat> and it's never really interested me, the first-person shooter games. Until Justin was like, just try this out. Just just do it for me. I'm your brother. Just do it for me. <laughs> and then, like, six hours later, yeah. five o'clock in the morning. Okay, we can do you, one more mission, you got I think. An, you got another game in you? Like, <sighs> Travis, I just want to go to bed. Listen, <laughs> you can keep playing because um, we were in my bedroom playing. And I was, I'll just, I'm just going to lay down for a second. <laughs> you yeah. can keep playing. It's fine. And so uh, Halo had that certain special quality to it, that untangible to it, that... I've yet to find any other game replicate. It does have its own feel. Mm-hmm. But uh, I do, though, feel like sometimes it, uh, showing you a new game is like, hey, dude, check this out. Look, this is so amazing. Check out, like, uh, in Crisis, like, you can, uh, you know, give yourself more armor just by hitting this button and making yourself invisible. You could do both those things at the same time. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> it's like, aren't the graphics just amazing? This is amazing. Like, these guys are truly, I think, the only game that's really pushing the, the limits, the true limits of what you can do with the Xbox 360. Yeah. Well, that's not... Let me go play that's not the first so level true. of Halo Reach over and over I again. have I have said that the graphics in Crisis are great. Mm-hmm. They're awesome. And like I've, they, I literally and, think that they're pushing the ed, like. I think you're starting to see like it's not going to get any better than what Crisis Two has on the on the Xbox 360. Yeah, it's good, but I've given Crisis Two its fair shot. I've played about five missions in that game, and while it's fun, you've played four. And while it's fun, I, every morning I wake up the first before thing you I, put on your makeup. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> is uh, the first thing I do is check challenges on Halo mm-hmm. because that's how much I love Halo. Yeah. Uh, with Crisis, yeah, it's great. I'll play it if you want me to. <laughs> like it, it's fun, but I can't play it all day like I could play Halo. Hey, Trav, why don't we play some uh, Crisis Two? <sighs> yeah, we can do that if you want. <laughs> Right? Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. But, but, what, uh, but what I will say is, yeah, uh, you know, there's there's a certain part of Crisis, like Crisis 2, I can't really defend. And that is, I do feel like they make you play 
a mission or two too much before you know be- like you have to play a couple more missions than you should before you get to actually fight the aliens mm-hmm. like uh it should have been only the first couple missions where you fight like other humans to get the hang of every, all yeah the exactly yeah you yeah you get the hang of it they slowly introduce like you know having to use uh, a rocket launcher a you know word. to yeah <laughs> um uh you know they they make you wait longer than you should to have to actually fight um some aliens yeah uh that that's absolutely undefendable like that's that's a huge mistake that they made i think mm-hmm. um but that being said trav you haven't gotten to the part where you fight aliens yeah i haven't so well, i fought I, a few aliens yeah, you fought literally a, a, a few, but a it's it's nothing like going through a couple missions in a row. You know, thinking to yourself, "Damn, I kind of missed the humans," <laughs> like because they were a lot easier. Yeah, um, like uh, it's a completely different game once you start fighting the. Uh, I think they're called the Sefs. Okay, um, so I feel like even though yes, normally with any other game, I would say you you put in four missions, you know the game. You will, you know, you clearly would know whether or not you like a game. Um, they made a mistake by not introducing the aliens earlier. That being said, I feel like the game really, you know, shoots up a couple uh, notches once the aliens are introduced. I feel like you four missions in this case are not enough because the game changes so much once aliens are there. Okay. It's a completely different game. Then maybe I'll uh, I'll give it a shot and then we'll talk about it next time. That sounds like a fantastic idea to me. So there you go. There's our little teaser for next episode. <laughs> <laughs> um so we pitched uh Tim some awful ideas. I was hoping to get some more in there. Um the chicken nugget shootout idea, I I mentioned to you as a serious idea and then after sleeping on it just kind of thought of it more as a joke Mm -hmm. Um, i think it's a great idea (laughs) mostly because i get to eat chicken nuggets yeah (laughs) um and i get to watch you eat chicken nuggets which let's be honest there's nothing you it's a yeah it's a favorite pastime of mine Mm -hmm. and and, and america you were a little kid oh yeah yeah even before you were born that's right um, and I just want to say I would throw my my um, my vote in to uh, Burger King's chicken nuggets because as a kid I remember them being fantastic. And from what I understand, maybe that's where we should go get dinner. See, I was thinking, I remember thinking when I was a little kid that Burger King chicken nuggets were awesome. Oh they yeah, were awesome. But if you remember. Uh, for everyone out there, we live in Dallas. We have season tickets to the Dallas Cowboys. They're in Arlington. Uh, Justin and my family was in this one town called Rockwall. I, I am w- part of your family. I was uh, I was in another town in college in Denton. They're about an hour away. Arlington was right in the middle, and that was where the Cowboys played. And so I would always just meet them at this Burger King, pretty much what it was. And um, and so every time I would get there early. I would, all right, I'll just spend a couple dollars, get a couple, you know, I'll get a burger and some chicken nuggets. And they weren't as good as I remember them being whenever I was a little kid. Well, maybe, I mean, we met at, like, uh, a not-so-great part of town. That's true. I mean, it's just a well-known fact that nuggets aren't as good 
in the parts of town that aren't as good. Okay. The nuggets get better with the quality of the town is what I'm trying to say. Okay. So I think I don't want you to get your hopes up for the Burger King nuggets. Well. Because I don't think they're as great as you remember them being. That's very possible. However, um, I remember them being awesome. Mm -hmm. And I haven't really had much in the way of chicken nuggets lately. Okay. I just thought the name sounded interesting. (laughs) Excuse me. You're welcome. And, uh, you know, so I decided to pitch that idea idea to you. I like the idea, and we'll we'll definitely do that, (laughs) I think. (laughs) So, Um, uh, I was going to say, is there anything else? Or do you think we should go ahead and just wrap this up? And then next time we'll start our reign of terror (laughs) on the geekiest show ever. Yeah. Well, I just want to say, number one, we will not do another show until we get both money and women. Yeah. That's either from, from Tim, Tim or listeners. Yeah, we'll take either or. Uh, no fat chicks, no old chicks. That's all I'm going to say. And it has to be American money. Oh, yeah. No pay. No euros no pesos. or pesos or anything. Or euro pesos, which they use in certain parts of Germany. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, everyone knows that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We might take yen. If you can find some, we'll take it. But like, like, uh, what is it? Something like a candy bar over there is like nineteen thousand yen. It's Something one of those like types that. of monetary systems where it's like, or even if you look at like shoe sizes <clears throat> in Japan, I wear like a size forty-four or something <laughs> that equivalents to a ten here in the states. I don't, I don't know where they get their crazy measurements from. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's one of those monetary systems where it's like. Let me get a, a, a king size Snickers and this, you know, twenty Some ounce. Uh, yeah, and this twenty ounce big red or something. Big red, and it's like it that'll terrible. That'll be five thousand two hundred and thirty yen. Oh, good, because I got a twenty thousand yen bill right here. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I wonder what denominations they put yen in i don't know i don't know that's a good question it's a question it's a good question but it's a question that as soon as we stop talking about it i will forget forever too so it it must be nice to know that without having to look it up because (laughs) i'm envious of those people (laughs) (laughs) um trav what were you just saying i was saying that it's about time we wrap this up oh and you said, well, I got uh, your famous last words was, well, I have one last thing. And so oh, yeah. what's your one last thing? Um, <clears throat> I do remember this. Now, if there's one thing that, that uh, you'll learn about me and Travis, it's that uh, whenever we say that we're planning something and something's coming up, um, you know, Look forward to it. If we say it's coming up next episode, you should definitely be looking forward to it. However, um, to everything, turn, turn, turn. Okay. That's a um, good song. And, uh, you know, sometimes things don't work out maybe the way you thought they would the week before. Mm-hmm. What am I trying to say? I'm trying to say um, that we're going to give you guys a, a, just a... a some a briefest glimpse of some of the things that you have to look forward to. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> some of the topics. Um, uh, so, okay. 
we're we're thinking next episode this might be one you could go ahead and bring out the pen for you don't have to write it in pencil um we're gonna just kind of give you guys a uh, a glimpse of what it is we feel like we do best which is talk about what we you know what we love which is halo mm-hmm. so you know we're not going to get super deep into In it depth, yeah that's not what i mean there's here i mean you know like even a show like geekiest show ever with a name like that, even some of the in you know in depth stuff we get into in Drunken Halo, um, like geeky wouldn't even begin to cover. No, so uh, we'll talk about like why we love, why we love it so much. What okay. is it that that keeps us coming back to this Halo well, and just you know holding out our 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 cups and ask it you know asking for it to be filled. That was good. That was really good. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. I was, I was, uh, I was silenced with awe. If that makes any sense, with what you just said, that never happens to me. I am never silent. Well, I am. <laughs> what can you tell them? The nickname you gave me. Uh, when? Um, whenever I was on Tech Fan. Oh, uh, Justin, the interruption. Yeah, because <laughs> and I'm I, sure you got a good glimpse of it today on this show because I noticed it a lot. I feel like I did better. I don't know. I have a hard time over Skype. Like if you and I have always done every single show we've ever done together in the same room, mm-hmm. and it's just e- to me, I have an easier time when I'm I'm looking at you talking. I can tell when you're you know you're. Wrapping my yeah, sentence up. Exactly. Or my phrase up. Or whenever, whatever. like, you, you know, you just have that look, like, don't even think about it. Like, I'm not even a third into what I'm going to say. You know, it, yeah. it can just... And, and even then, I still get it wrong sometimes. But but still, I have a hard time with Skype because it's... I don't know. It's just a little bit harder to tell whenever someone's wrapping up. Yeah, it is. And um, so I feel like I did better this time. It's certainly something I don't do on purpose. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I mean, like, if I had the knowledge of when someone was done or when someone was just getting going, if I had that knowledge, I would not interrupt. Like, so knowing what I know now going into the, you know, the first part of the show with Tim, you know, I certainly would have kept, you know, not said anything, uh... You know, whenever I turns out I made you know just a total ass okay, out of myself. Okay. We all make mistakes, but yes, I am the interruption. Justin, the interruption. Yes. <laughs> so uh, anytime there's any type of Skype stuff going on, um, look for the interruption to uh, or the interrupter. What is it? Interruption. The or interrupter. In- Justin, the interruption. That's right. Okay, because it rhymes. Yes. There you go. Okay. I think so- Vegas is, is going to do odds. For next show, how many times you interrupt? Yeah, you Over, know Over, under seven. That's, uh... Really? I'm giving you a lot of credit. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. I didn't realize it was that much. No, it's definitely that much. Okay. No, that's fine. I mean, when we're talking for an hour, I think it's around that much. All right. Yeah. You and me, or whenever I'm on Skype? It would be... Or both. More on Skype. Okay. Seven is... I'm going to say that the average whenever you and me are talking, doing a show. <laughs> but we're also used to doing like an hour, 45 minute, two hour shows on Drunken Halo and Drunken Jet. 
Yeah. So we're limit this to an hour-ish. Maybe it's less than seven. Yeah, this one's going to be a little bit over an hour, but that's because this is... It's a special show. It's the exact opposite of your first day of, like, class in college. <laughs> yeah, it's not you take roll and leave. Yeah, this is it's, kind of the opposite. We're going to take notes on three <laughs> different chapters and have a test next time. Yeah, we're going to popcorn read four chapters. Popcorn read. And I hated that. Describe what popcorn reading is. Popcorn reading is like you're in elementary school and there's this book you're reading. You're reading like, uh, I don't know. Fill in the blank. Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Who cares what we're reading? Electric Boogaloo. Yes. And and so. Where the dinosaurs open up a nightclub. Justin, why don't you read? And so Justin's reading his paragraph and then. The pterodactyl had to to go down to the store and then she's like travis yeah and so and then he has to pick up where i left off yeah but you have to like read a at least a paragraph yeah something like that but you could keep going as long as you wanted but there was certainly a minimum and every (laughs) single pair basically what we're saying is Every single paragraph, someone was chosen at random. Yeah, to read. So to speak, yeah, by the person who just read to read. And what was what was great about the other way of doing paragraph reading when you're in elementary school is the way I had it was like, I'm the seventh in this row. And so I'm going to read the seventh paragraph because you read one paragraph. And so you're counting ahead and you're counting the paragraphs and you're like, okay, oh good, my paragraph is only two sentences. <laughs> like I'm going to practice that paragraph so I don't look stupid. Yeah. And you end up looking stupid anyways cuz you're like in second grade and don't know how to read. The the the, <laughs> the, the dog what, what, what's this word? R. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so uh I don't know where we were going with that. Yeah, I don't know either. So there you go. Um, but here's just a couple of, um, you know, shows coming ahead that you, you can expect. Okay. We're going to talk about Mortal Kombat. Yeah. In all its... Uh, There's a lot to talk about. With yeah, in, in all its forms. Um, except, except the, like, later yeah later games and that doesn't include Mortal Kombat. yeah that doesn't include the most recent game the most recent game um i would say will be heavily featured in this yeah but um anything past mortal Kombat 3 we didn't have much experience with but let's be honest those weren't real there's a reason why we didn't play them yeah but we will talk about movies we will talk about um just about everything else mortal Kombat. yeah um we will also uh, try to incorporate into each uh, show a very small, um, I don't even know if you want to call it a segment, just more of a show tradition mm-hmm. we're going to try to start. Um, each show, uh, well, first let me back up just a little bit. The If you notice the theme of the other two shows we do, um, Drunken Halo and, and Drunken Drunk Jet, Jet. Um, you know, you can, you might notice a theme in there. Um, and so... Even though in name this show will not have drunken it's at the not beginning, the drunken geekiest show ever. Yeah, uh, the geekiest show ever while drunk. There you go. Um, or while drunken because we have to have drunken in there. <laughs> okay, and it's e. It's marketing, not ing. Yes, it's 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 marketing, Trav. Yeah, it's marketing. Okay, <laughs> like that's why you're the expert. Yes. Um. I've been to school before. There you go. So I'm a well-educated man. Um, 
Uh, we will be talking like each show. We are uh, most shows rather. We are going to be drinking a a different like beer, and, yeah. and we're just going to like mention what we're drinking and uh, just kind of you know open them up while we're on the air and try them for the first time and and kind of like wow this is really good or. I feel like I want to puke. What's your... Uh, we did that last show yeah. on Drunken Halo. What was your fallback description of, of sipping it and going, hmm. It's, that's very nutty. Yeah. It's nutty. <laughs> so, um, you have a lot of nuttiness to look forward to. There you go. <laughs> um, also, uh, one of the last things I'll, I'll go ahead and mention here is um, we're going to talk about, like, Old school gaming. Yeah. Um, I've been trying to get our old uh, Sega Genesis up and running. Yeah. Trying and, to. Well, I went and bought a video cable for it, and they gave me the wrong, the wrong one. one. Yeah. I cannot believe that. I was so pissed. Yeah. So pissed. Uh, so uh, we're going to kind of go through some of those. those. That one I would probably expect... Um, at the end of what we've already mentioned and maybe even after some of the shows we haven't mentioned yet. Yeah. And uh, like, I don't, I don't want everyone out there to think that we're as a specific video game. So absolutely. We've been talking a lot of video. That's games. true. I didn't even notice. Uh, we're going to talk about computers. I've, yeah. We're going to go as far as, uh, as Justin said, some of the, the geekiest people on this earth are fantasy football fanatics. Yes. And that's exactly what I am. So we'll talk a little bit about that we'll talk about stuff that's as far as uh what to do when zombies attack yes because let's be real that's happening sometime soon yeah you know what if you don't have a zombie plan then you know what you're completely uh what's you're doing the term up the creek without a paddle or something like yeah. that. yeah yeah that too there you go but you're doomed so you know what you don't have a plan yeah i'm sorry you know uh there's nothing we can do for you but however is. yes if we get to it before yeah. the zombie apocalypse <laughs> so there's yeah. a, there's a lot of stuff we're not just video games absolutely trav if i could just name two other things i have on here all right and i'm not even reading all of them this is just two things we're going to do a show about the Terminator. Okay. In all its glory. Yes. And uh, a subject very close to my heart. Okay. Bond. There you go. James Bond. James Bond. Who Justin may or may not be the reincarnation of, if that makes any sense. That's just ridiculous, Travis. I told you that's not the case. I have amnesia. <laughs> and I was James Bond before the amnesia. Because Justin Bryce, James Bond, it's JB, Travis, any detective will tell you, we just solved the case, it's been cracked, yes, I am James Bond. There you go. So there's there's a lot to look forward to, everybody out there. And uh, I know I couldn't be more excited to to do this show. I couldn't be more excited to be a part of part of the MyMag family. Yes, and so, like, 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 I want to say, I said to Tim, but I want—I feel like I need to say it again. I want to give thanks to all of them for picking us up, and uh, we're not going to let them down. Absolutely not. Yeah, we we are here to win. Yes, and by win, I mean we want to do the best show we possibly can. If we didn't feel like we could do uh, not only the best show we possibly could, but the you know the outcome of that would be like a, an 
a, an amazing show, mm-hmm. we wouldn't we wouldn't uh, we wouldn't have done it. We've already got two shows. Yeah, it's not like it's uh, one of those. Hey, you want to do a podcast? I guess. How much time is it going to take? I don't know. Maybe an hour. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Fine. It's nothing like that. No. I mean, we already do two shows. We do this because we wanted. To. Yeah, it's because we feel like we can actually add something and uh, contribute and be pretty good at it. Yeah. And sure. uh, we just want to assure you guys, if you're like you know listening to the first episode and like, eh, yeah, that's fine. I don't know. It kind of went downhill after Tim left. I don't know. That Travis guy didn't talk a whole lot when Tim was on there. I don't know. And he had no clue about the Duke Nukem <laughs> thing. <laughs> There's good stuff. I am to so- come. You know what? I feel like that one was on me. I I was like, so Trav, what do you think about it? And you, you completely put me on the yeah, spot, and, and I well, cannot and have failed the, anymore. The, the fact that they don't have the uh, that, a, a solid okay. multiplayer is like, well, no, Trav, that was just an example. I'm but just that's saying. okay. That's okay. You're you're a little nervous. I was. This, there's nothing wrong with being. I was. Everybody but gets I'm, nervous I'm at some point. Though. I'm comfortable now. I felt like I was more Does nervous. Tim make you Tim. nervous? He made me a little nervous. I felt like I was in presence of such greatness. <laughs> that, seriously, okay, that's not a joke. I was in presence of such greatness because I've I've heard his podcast. I've heard you on his podcast. I've heard how much that you just revere Tim. He's you know what? And that's the first time I ever talked to him, mm-hmm. and so I felt a little nervous. I felt like I was in the presence of greatness. Yeah, I I have said before on Drunken Halo before. Um, it might have even been before I ever got on uh, the tech fan a couple of weeks ago. It mm-hmm. might have been after. It might have been before. I really don't remember. Um, but I've said there is absolutely nothing in the world that, that Tim could do to make him kind of get scratched, scratched out of that cool mf book that mm-hmm. I carry. Yeah. He, he's he, high up on that meter. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he's just a cool guy. I mean, what... What other podcaster who's been literally podcasting from like the beginning of podcasting, you know, yeah. the, like the very like BC type podcasting era, <laughs> you know, yeah. before or it would be um, BI right before iTunes. Okay. Before iTunes started supporting uh, podcasts. Okay. Um, you know, who was there from. The beginning of the BI all the way to AI yeah. after iTunes. There you go. And up to this point, what other uh, podcaster has been podcasting that long Who's who would be willing to uh, not only just, you know, talk to guys like us, guys who are, you know, to say relatively new would be an understatement. I mean, we, we put out our first podcast in February of 2011. Mm-hmm. The year of our Lord. The year of our Lord. That's right. Yeah. In the time zone of our Lord. Central. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we explained that in Drunken Halo. I don't remember what episode. It's in there. But we're, though, yeah, we're, so whatever. We're, we're about to wrap up. I don't want to get into that. Maybe we'll explain that on a, on a later show. Okay. Why that's the podcast or the pod. It's the podcast of our Lord Travis as well. <laughs> but not only that, it's the time zone. I'm writing it down right now. Okay. Write it down. Which means it will be talked about. Because okay. I opened this up at the beginning. You opened of every up this show. can of worms <laughs> is what you did. Yes. Well, it, it's the, not only the time zone, Trav, this is the podcast of our Lord and my Mac 
podcasting network, Travis. Is the network. Is the podcasting network of oh, our Lord. There you go. So um, it can't fail. Yes. There you, which is what we're trying to say. Yes. And to... Uh, I have this written down, Trav, that I have to say. You will love it, I think. Okay. You'll at least appreciate it. We're not the Poochie of the MyMac Podcasting Network. Oh, no. Not we're, at all. We're, we're not, not the new guys that people... We're not We're not brought in to be the in-your-face, wearing sunglasses guy. Who surfs. Yeah, who's really in-your-face. Um, we're, we're not Poochie. No, we're not. And I would hate it if we were. If we're we not. were, and there was any, even any indication that we were, I wouldn't do this. Yes. I just want, on an unrelated note, just want to mention, uh, don't forget to recycle to the extreme. <laughs> there you go. Um, but I just realized I did not finish what I was saying about Tim. Okay. Uh, what guy do you know that's been podcasting for this long has the, the back catalog that he has and uh, just has the... the the podcasting pedigree and the I mean he's he's had you know he was in yeah his quotes like on a yeah on a there is a sequence of words that are encapsulated by quotes and then someone hit enter and hit the dash and then wrote his name hit save print it on the box send it out to every Best Buy yeah in in the country. That's never happened to me. Uh, not me either, that I can remember. That's true. Yeah. Um, but you do have amnesia. That's right. And I've got secondhand amnesia. They do have a lot of my movies there. <laughs> I will say that. And a video In fact, game. They, I noticed early. Yes, I picked up one of my video games, and they have um, all the, you know, the sets now on Blu-ray. By sets, I mean collections. Okay. Um, but of James what guy, Bond, that is. Of me, yes. Okay. Uh, what, that would talk to guys like us. That that would that would, you know, have a network of you know shows that are as good as the shows that are on our network. Um, you know, and the guys who are on our network mm-hmm. not only talk to us, Travis. Not only let us on an episode or two, but to let us take over a show. What what other guys would do that? Only Tim. That's maybe, all you know, takes. maybe maybe Tim has brain damage. I don't know. <laughs> but but even if he does, Travis, you know what? More people need brain damage. You know what? You could have worse things in the world damage. than brain, brain, brain damage. Brand damage. Whatever. <clears throat> it's all the same. Which is what every other podcasting network is experiencing because my Mac was the only... My Mac and Tim and uh, and everybody over there who has anything to do with that, I am sure played a huge part in getting us on this network oh yeah <laughs> there you go um and so i just want to say thanks to uh to tim for oh, yeah. um, i do too Couldn't giving us a chance absolutely for um, the opportunity and yes anytime uh you know like you said him and chad want to get on and do a show oh, i am absolutely just amazingly cool with i would almost prefer if they were just like you know every once in a while that they do that just say Hey, you want to get on with us? And it's like, oh, I would love to get on the geekiest show ever. Yeah, right. It must be so sweet to be on that Those show. Those guys are the greatest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, we, uh, you know, we we really want to thank Tim and, and the rest of everybody, you know, everybody else over at the network. Mm-hmm. And we also want to say thank you to those listeners out there who are giving us 
a chance. Yeah. Because let's be real, Trav. Everybody out there, you know, most of them, at least, if not all, have never heard us before they selected this podcast on their iPod or iPhone. Yeah, that's true. And so this is still like first impression time. Mm -hmm. It is. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So we are, uh, we just want to thank you guys, the guys who decide to listen to episode two and so on and so forth. Um, Which would be f- episode 43. Cause this I'm is not good with numbers. 42. I remember. Trust me. Okay. Because I have this file saved as GSE1. Okay. <laughs> but I did mention to Tim I wanted to stay with the um, numbering as yeah. it is. So, so I don't is want it to be... Next one will be 43. Correct. I don't want to wipe out everything that came yeah. before because we're not... This isn't a movie. We're not remaking this movie. No. We're not rebooting this movie. We're add, we're adding on to what's already out there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, you know, just stick with us. Um, it's uh, just like anything. You know, your first couple days at your new job don't always go as smoothly. But, you know, just give it a week, you know, and uh, you'll to be- enjoy it. Yeah, you yeah. you kind of learn what to do. So that's what it's going to be like here. All right. So, uh, Trav, um, <laughs> is there any last words that, that, that you you have for everybody? Well, I just want to say to everybody again, like Justin said, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks to Tim. Thanks to everyone at MyMac. Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I couldn't be more privileged, and I know Justin feels the same way to be a part of this uh, family. And... Um, so to everyone out there, thanks for listening. You stay golden, Pony Boy. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>